Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epstein, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Andrea Epstein and Gregory Martin, and we're here today for a candid conversation. Going to make this one a little bit more personal today. Something I noticed in myself that I try to keep out of the counseling room because, you know, there's ethics for professionalism. But when even in my personal life, when I listen to people, I'm even doing it now, is I have my ears attenuated to you, but I'm looking down and I look away. It may seem like I'm spacing out to some people, but really to me, it's intently listening with like, all summoning all of my energy and all my awareness and pointing at you while I'm almost kind of turning off my eyes and having them in one direction. Okay. I was wondering if you were aware of any of your own listening takes or listening takes of other people or if takes is even the right word or anything like that. Yeah, um, I have tons of repetitive body movements is what that stands for. And they really are a way that keep me focused. You know, so it might not just be like when I'm listening, where are my eyes and how do people respond to where my eyes go when I'm in contemplation or deep thought or trying to recall a memory or bring something up. So it's not just that. It's like it's in a lot of different things. I mess with my wrists a lot. I have, you know, just some, you know, very subtle picking behavior, nothing that causes harm, nothing that, you know, causes injury or Mm -hmm. bleeding. But I mean, I, I move my fingers together around the outside of my cuticles Mm -hmm. you know i don't pick anymore but i just kind of like rub and it is a way to get me focused it's a way to get me engaged it's a way to channel my energy it's Mm -hmm. not anything that's destructive but these repetitive body movements help people stay engaged they even give them a little bit of the chemicals that they need to you know do the work that they're focusing on Mm -hmm. so yeah do you bring those in the counseling room or do you try to keep them out? Mine? Yes. But bring them in. Okay. I can't not because I want to bring my full attention and my awareness and my focus to the room and to my clients. Yeah. So I can't do one without the other. So I happily bring them into the room. I don't know how noticeable they are to my clients and I don't know unless they tell me how they perceive them, you know, because they might look at that and be like, oh my gosh, my counselor is anxious or mm-hmm. something. I mean, like, I mean, it might present that way, but that's not anxiety for me. That is not what's going on. It is what I need to stay completely engaged and attuned and focused in the here and now. I have two, about two I bring into the counseling room. I'm literally doing one. It's having Mm -hmm. a pen in my hand, affecting Mm -hmm. with a pen in my hand. It's not that it's distracting to me. It actually helps me spend that energy so I can continue to focus on the way I want to. Yeah, Yeah. but I I think it is a, a, a good question. If you're mindful of it, if you're aware of it, probably are very in tuned, you know, hypervigilant clients mm-hmm. are going to be aware of it as well. And so you might invite them to that. Like, how do you perceive, you know, some of the things that I do in the room to stay in- connected and engaged? Because you're trying to stay connected and engaged and your eyes are going away from them. Mm-hmm. And so asking that question, I think would be very important. And then also like allowing them to tap into, oh, 
you know, that that's good. But actually, like, this is how it feels for me when you do that. It doesn't mean you change it. Right. You can't change it. Mm-hmm. Don't change it. That's what you are offering the client is like mm-hmm. your full engagement. But, you know, I think we're doing right now and just sitting and being like self-reflective and, you know, just be like, yeah, I'm sure that this helps us. We want to honor that, but we also want to let other people know that we're using that to help them. Okay, listen up. I just need to say how life-changing Canva has been for our team. It packs the value of one, maybe even two, full-time employees saving me thousands. It is valuable money and time that I can put back into my business. Thank you, Canva, for making all the things possible. Use Canva for your social media posts, professional graphics, presentations, digital courses, posters, videos, logos, and much, much, much more. Canva is a must-have for real, y'all. With thousands of professional templates, images, and quality content to choose from, it's like having an experienced graphic designer and content creator in my pocket. With Canva, you can collaborate with your team and tackle projects together in real time. At Lightning in a Bottle and the Direct Impact Podcast, we use Canva for just about everything. And honestly, I don't want to imagine doing business or engaging our amazing community without it. For all these reasons, we have become a Canva affiliate. Please go to our show notes and check out Canva, www.canva.com. Go to our show notes and check them out. And don't forget to use our promo code, IMPACT to support this podcast. Now, back to the show. So I guess I got one more question just off the top of my head, and it, it deals in the realm of eye contact. So, so most of the time, I don't even have to necessarily think about it as I maintain it, but there gets to a point, maybe just in social situations, even outside the counseling room, where it's like, I've noticed that I'm making a lot of eye contact, and I kind of want to fill space by just kind of looking away and then looking back. Do you ever find yourself like, oh, maybe this is a little too much eye contact or anything like that? Hmm, not so much not mm-hmm. so much but what i do notice mm-hmm. uh like when i'm in, engaging like in conversation like i am with you right now like right. i have no problem looking at you when i'm doing that mm-hmm. but when i need to recall something some mm-hmm. information especially a memory or you know whatever i will look away because i i need to cut my eyes mm-hmm. one way or the other to be mm-hmm. able to recall that yeah. and that's part of just body language and how what happens to us when we access information mm-hmm. And so that is the way that we are designed to process. It doesn't mean, again, that we're not engaged. So I wonder, I haven't questioned this belief in myself, I guess. So I wonder what the belief is, is, oh, that's too much eye contact and what that actually means. Mm. I think it's about the comfortability of the person receiving the information. Mm -hmm. You know, what is too much eye contact is, you know, very subjective. Um, But, you know, me, I I believe like if somebody has a problem with you're doing they need to tell you that's their responsibility not your problem 100%. thank you so much for talking to me about these repetitive movements i think you named them yeah with neurodivergency especially mm-hmm. you know highly sensitive you know people you're going to have some of that and again it's it's 
it's not problematic. It's actually helpful. Mm-hmm. A lot of people find that like they might chew on the sides of their mouth, again, not to cause any type of injury, um, but there's tons of repetitive body movements. A lot of, you know, like tapping and people might be like, oh, that's, you know, hyperactivity. Mm-hmm. No, that's how they are staying engaged. That's how they're staying hyper-focused. That's one of their superpowers. It's not problematic. Yeah. And so we need to shift the way that we view a lot of these things. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Yeah, you're welcome. Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever, because your valued feedback makes a direct impact. Thank you for dropping in. Snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of Direct Impact with Andrea Epstein. Here is our disclaimer and legal language. Yes, I'm a psychotherapist, but guess what? I'm not your psychotherapist. And I need to be clear that this podcast is solely for enhancement, education, and entertainment purposes only. It is in absolutely no way a replacement for professional counseling services. If you feel like you need additional support, we strongly encourage you to seek that out today.